a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. We have moved into the final half hour of today's program, and we are also uh, getting news from Granger and Olympus High Schools. Those two schools will be closed for in-person instruction. The buildings will be closed uh, to in-person learning for two weeks, uh, and this is starting tomorrow, Thursday uh, the 24th, and that closure will run until Thursday the 8th of October. This comes uh, after a decision was made in conjunction with the Salt Lake County Health Department. All in-person classes are going to be put on hold uh, for two weeks, and the building will be closed for the next two days for deep cleaning. Teachers, uh, though, will be will continue to work uh, from their classrooms to provide distance education during the dismissal. The reason for the closure, each school has reported 15 COVID-19 cases. That's the threshold uh, at which the county health department recommends that schools should close. Some exceptions, though, if you remember the rules, if a, if a sports team experiences three or more uh, positive cases of the coronavirus, then the advice by the by health officials is uh, to recommend a 14-day uh, dismissal of that team. Uh, that has not been the case on any uh, teams at either Granger or Olympus High School. And for that matter, uh, despite the school closing, at least uh, in-person education, those extracurricular activities and sporting events will be able to proceed uh, with certain limitations on spectators. Those details, uh, plus much more uh, available t- for you right now, obviously here on KSL News Radio, but also uh, in at the KSL News Radio app. You can download that wherever you get your apps on your iPhone or your Android device. The KSL News Radio app, powered by any hour services, has all the up to date information on the, the closure of Granger uh, and Olympus High School, as well as all of the things impacted by the, the coronavirus right now. Uh, on that topic, I'm going to shift gears pretty, uh, pretty significantly here, but we're going to continue looking uh, at this uh, COVID 19, specifically. Specifically, the vaccine. There's a hearing uh, which was underway earlier this morning, a Senate Health Committee hearing. Uh, Senator Romney was there, had some questions, uh, but uh, appearing and offering testimony uh, were Dr. Anthony Fauci, Dr. Robert Redfield, uh, and also uh, Admirable Admiral uh, Brett Jurwa, uh, the Assistant Secretary of Health, who's in charge of coronavirus testing. The the question which was posed to all of them by Senator Bob Casey was whether or not they would get the vaccine. He, he, here's Senator Casey asking. One of the most important challenges we face in developing and then distributing and administering a safe and effective vaccine is public confidence. As a way to demonstrate faith in the integrity of both the approval process and to assure 
the American public that vaccines are safe. I would ask the other three members of our panel uh, if they will commit to receiving the COVID-19 vaccine in public view once one becomes available and is authorized or approved by FDA. Imagine that scene. He's asking the top governmental health officials uh, in the country if they would be willing to publicly, to on display, uh, receive the COVID-19 vaccine once and should the FDA uh, deem it safe and effective. So let's just go through the list. The question is, again, will you, on full display of the public, uh, administer to yourself or you know, be administered the COVID-19 vaccine once it receives FDA approval? Dr. Anthony Fauci answered this way, again, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, pretty much the authority on this thing from the beginning. Dr. Fauci. Yes, I've said that in the past, that if a vaccine that's shown to be and proven to be and an, uh, authorized by the FDA to be safe and effective, I certainly would take that vaccine and I would recommend to my family that they take that vaccine. That was an interesting addition because the senator didn't ask about family, but Dr. Fauci uh, inserted that saying that not only yes, I would in front of the public uh, get myself vaccinated with an FDA approved COVID-19 vaccine, but I would recommend it to my family as well. Another witness Appearing before the committee today was Admiral uh, Brett Giroir, again, the Assistant Secretary of Health in charge of the coronavirus testing. Here's his response. I have every confidence in the FDA process to provide us a safe and effective vaccine. I would have no hesitancy to take that vaccine. I would have no hesitancy to recommend to my family. But I think the question is a little bit um, inappropriate. People need to read that vaccine. They need to understand, have a discussion with their physicians or providers before you ask anyone to commit to that. But I just want to tell you, I have complete confidence in the FDA process. I admire that. I admire that little bit of pushback. Uh, it, it is fair. It is certainly fair. Uh, I think that the hypothetical scenario which was presented to the admiral was broad enough uh, that it was okay to ask it. But uh, in terms of making medical decisions, uh, you know, one really shouldn't be put on the spot. <laughs> Interesting uh, response there from the admiral. But again, you heard him say, uh, number one, yes, uh, I will on full public display uh, get the vaccine. And I would recommend to my family that they do the same. Uh, last of the three witnesses, uh, this Dr. Robert Redfield uh, director of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention asked the same question, and here's his answer. Absolutely. As uh, as I would with my wife, children, 11 grandchildren, I would recommend it to all of them. And, of course, myself, I would take it. I have total confidence in the FDA in, in the process of getting us to safe. When if, they, if they give an EUA, then I'm confident it will be a safe vaccine, and I'm ready to take it. Yesterday, Producer Amy sent me an article from the Washington Post, and it contained within it some startling information. Uh, The headline reads, the FDA is poised to announce tougher standards for a COVID-19 vaccine that make it unlikely one will be cleared by Election Day. All right, well, what does that mean? Uh, It means that the FDA is expected to uh, lengthen the period of time in which it is possible to uh, develop, test, and get approval for a vaccine. Specifically, the FDA is looking at tacking on two additional months. So right now, there is an emergency process in place. Uh, There are companies throughout this country and the world uh, that are working towards developing a vaccine and seeking that uh, oh-so-important FDA approval, which uh, asserts that, yes, this vaccine is safe and it is effective. 
the FDA right now is expected to, right in the middle of all this, say, "Mm, you know what, let's just make the whole process two months longer. What happens in that two months? Uh, well, they demand, uh, at least according to the, the, the speculation right now, the, within those two months, there must be uh, added observation of those who have uh, received the candidate vaccine. So what does that mean? Is it uh, are they doing it? Because of science, is there some scientific finding we have stumbled into that demands this extra two months? Or, as you heard mentioned by Bob Casey, Senator Casey there, that across the country there is a slight problem with uh, public perception and confidence in this vaccine. Many, many uh, point to some of the president's comments and uh, the his challenger, Joe Biden, his comments and his running mate, Kamala Harris, that there may be a reason to believe that politics has been injected into the development of the vaccine. All the while, uh, these doctors have asserted that, no, no, that's not the case. The FDA, though, uh, may be in an effort to calm uh, you know, public fears about this vaccine, simply elongating the process. Uh, what does that mean? It means that all of those individuals willing to take the vaccine uh, two months ahead of time will be left without it. Uh, this decision, this public relations stunt very well may equate to lives lost. That's an unfortunate thing. Uh, I hope that this direction has changed and I hope uh, that we are able to, under current FDA guidelines, get our hands and into the population a COVID-19 vaccine as soon as possible. Quick break. When we return, we're going to be talking about trees. Yeah, trees, the ones that fell in that windstorm. I've been curious for so long. What the heck do we do with those? Well, turns out the Hogle Zoo has a solution. We'll find out about that next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.